Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smart Pilas Filipinas Podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast in the world. In the world. In the world. In a world this without is. Stan C yeah. for the third street. Jesus Christ, it's too long. This is a... Wait, 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 before we talk about Stan. <laughs> this is the Smart Gears Filipinas podcast, y'all. <laughs> it's me, Ro, it's, it's him, Raph, Camus. And then that's the dog in the background. Yeah, and there's no Stan. Still no Stan. Three weeks Spoiler without alert. Stan. This is, this is the longest we've gone this without Stan. This is the longest we have yeah. gone is without it? Stan. Is it? We, we, we've gone two-week stretches. Yeah. But then this is the third week uh, without Stan Without C. Stan. I uh, mean, he's been in the country, but... Not, not enough. Not enough. So, I don't know how you feel about... Uh, how how you feel about Stan not being here? Does it make the show better for you? Does, does it, it make it worse? Does it make it worse? Do you hate us already? I know some of you hate us after the bullshit we spewed last week about prayers and stuff. But hey, we're, 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 we're really and sorry. we do need Jesus. We do need Jesus in our lives. We're and we're we're not gonna we're not gonna not say that we do need Jesus. Cross with Jesus. Anyway, not, not, not just well. I need Jesus. I don't know about you. But right, anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, Campbell, did you know what that in some months? In some months, in some months, uh, this podcast is more expensive to run and maintain than the CAHR, the Commission on Human Rights. Oh my God! Their total annual proposed budget for 2018 costs less. Yeah, yeah. Than uh, our podcast juice for a month. In some months, some months, some months, some, some months. months. Yes. I know. Well, as a whole, I guess if you're talking about annual, annual. Uh, oh my God! The, the, the podcast definitely costs more to run. So yeah, the, that's uh, news this week. The proposed uh, CHR budget from the House of Representatives, which is the lower house in Congress, as you know, Congress is split into two: Senate and the, Con- and the House. So the House decided to give, uh, as part of the annual Philippine budget, the government's budget, one thousand, a grand total of one thousand, one thousand pesos, less than twenty dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah, less than twenty dollars for sure. Uh, to as the operations budget of the Commission on Human Rights. Which so, is absolute bullshit, okay, number but, one. <laughs> uh, before anything else, though, it's just a proposed budget on the House's side. So there's still the Senate, which has uh, pledged to uh, uphold. uphold the actual budget, for real, for real, in a bicameral session. And, you know, they're, they're still going to have to make it work together, I guess. Yeah. This, so th- there's still that. It, but still... The, the goal. The goal to even, you know, propose... That kind of budget, not just for the CHR, by the way, just also for the Energy Regulatory Commission and, and the uh, Indigenous People. Yeah, the Commission, Commission for Indigenous, Indigenous People. People. And so it's not just it's not like the ERC. ERC. So it's not just the human rights; it's also the human rights of our IPs. Yes. So this is really some bullshit on on the Congress part, just because they want to suck some some sixteen dick. 
16. Jesus Christ. Jesus. So fucking bullshit. Uh, fuck and all he of has, you. And he has the gall to no, call... Yeah, fuck all of you. Dude. Yeah, fuck. Fuck shit. everyone who is supporting a thousand peso budget for CHR. Because it's even if you... Even if you think this is funny... It's even not. if you think that this is what the CHR quote-unquote deserves, you are also the beneficiary of human rights as well. Yes. If somebody does not show up at your door and take you to prison without a warrant, yeah. which they tried to pull in Katipunan, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. our beloved Katipunan yeah. bars last night... also bullshit because I've never, ever encountered a policeman... Making the rounds in Cantina and Drews, right? Cantina, Drews, Cana, all our years, all fucking years of Cantipunan. No fucking police officer has ever stopped in, no matter how drunk we were, no matter how rowdy we were. For all the drunk girls who are puking outside Drews tonight. Yeah, yeah. Remember, kids. uh, Let Jay Z be your guide whenever the popo comes. So they are not. Allowed legally. Legally search no, 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 no. for shit. No, they're you are legally obligated to refuse being searched if they have no warrant for you. If they, if you are not uh, evidently displaying any behavior that would provide reasonable cause, which is to say, you're not getting up to some shady shit in in, in, plain, in, in, in sight. plain sight, in, in plain, plain sight, sight, right? In, with anything that would cause them to believe that you might be acting illegally. So if they ask to search your shit. Your car, your bag, whatever, you can say no and ask for a warrant. If they if they threaten you, get their badge number. Yeah, yeah. Ask for the name of the rank. Yeah, yeah. They they have been known to go away at the site at the no at, at the, the site of a of a cell phone. Yeah, of a cell phone camera. Yeah. So because yeah. they know that they if are you know you, around. If you know you're not doing anything wrong, you know you have nothing wrong on you. They have nothing to. They have nothing on you at all. Yep. They are not allowed to do shit. And if and if you worry about you have your, your rights, you have your rights. But also, if you are ever in doubt, take your cell phone out, record yeah, them, them, and every single oh. move they make oh. because they might just plant shit on yeah. your ass. Yep. Uh, yeah. To avoid planting shit, it's 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 to no, it's to not hand them anything of your possessions at all. Yep. So uh, you're allowed to videotape uh, any of them because, for one thing, there is. No expectation of privacy wherever you're at. Because I assume, we assume you're being searched in a public place. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, there you have it. Uh, if. Congress is bullshit. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you are a, a college kid, whether you're from Athena, Miriam, UP, whatever. Taft. Taft, whatever. <laughs> and you believe that human rights are a bunch of bullshit, and then cops try to pull the shit on you. Why surprise! You, you got. You played yourself. That's you human played yourself. Bitch. You played yourself and human rights is working for you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of bullshit happening in this country. Uh, <sighs> for now, we can we are not letting them, any of them win. So yeah. Fight the good fight, people. Yeah, fight, fight the, the good, good fight. fight. You are entitled to your own privacy. You are entitled to not be searched. If there is a reason for you to be searched. Even if there's a dog involved. Yeah. Right. So enough of the depressing stuff. Let's, the go some, let's, let's go to some actual wrestling. Yes. Wrestling. This week in wrestling begins wrestling. with wrestling. the May Young Classic. Yeah, it's finally the over. The recently concluded May Young Classic that, although underwhelming, had an okay final. Yeah, no, the final was really good. It uh, was. Very well I, story. I don't know if Shane is injured for real. Yeah, those ribs. Uh, I don't know. 
if it's because it's the first time we really see her selling and uh, a body part that's, yeah. that's, that's in pain, right? But it did look she, for all for all it's worth, you know, the dominant run that she had yeah. during all of the elimination rounds. Uh-huh. For her to get to the point that she could sell an injured rib mm. that well, and if she is selling it, kudos to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Uh, good to see her finally, finally be vulnerable, right? Yeah. And to me, it was just hurt by the fact that the crowd. Almost couldn't give two shits about it. Yeah, because you go through. It wasn't that hyped. It wasn't. I don't think it was even. There wasn't as much pageantry. Yeah, there wasn't as much pageantry as you'd think. Uh, There was pageantry outside the arena, for sure. The Thousand Mac. Yeah. But, uh, you know, other than that, you know, people wouldn't actually. But it wasn't hyped all throughout SmackDown, which was the show that preceded it. Yeah, if they if they kept inserting things. Oh, oh, hey, don't forget May Young Classic, blah blah. May Young Classic, right after, only on the network. Get yeah. on the network. Should have been its own hour with the with what was the six man tag on on the network. Should have been on the net. It should have been there. It should have been the undercard for the May Young Classic final because you know you gotta warm up the the crowd for all this shit. Even though you are coming off of uh, an entire well. Yeah. How would you have booked it? Uh, I would have done something crazy because it's such a landmark moment for women's wrestling, right? Yeah. And you are doing it on uh, you're doing it on 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 the heels of a live TV show, so you might as well in Vegas. In Vegas, right? And it was a big episode of SmackDown promoted as well. Yeah. It was almost like a PPV level of SmackDown. Yeah. I, I mean, you know when Lucha Underground does special episodes? Yeah, or, and, and they feel like a episodes? big deal. Yeah, it was kind of like that. And I appreciate SmackDown for doing that, right? Yeah. But, but I would have, yeah. <laughs> I would have, you know, slotted a half hour of SmackDown mm-hmm. to the Mae Young Classic final. Just because. So, so you, would split, you, do it. Yeah. you would split it that way. Yeah. And then by the time you get to the end of the Mae Young Classic, you can still go into... What two o five? Uh, yeah, I suppose, but I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't make the Mayhem Classic final the main event of SmackDown. I would keep the Vince stuff, the KO stuff. Yeah, that goes down. I would just we'll cut out it. some of that. The other stuff, just thirty minutes. Maybe. Uh, I guess you couldn't cut out the, the women's championship match, match. tag team match, match, U.S. title match. Maybe I would have just cut out. A the big, other fluff. Yeah, the other fluff, really. Now, I don't make it... Actually, that would be takeover booking. Yeah. And to me, it's something you can try because, for one thing, you're actually reaching a live audience that is uh, way more than you can ever get on the network. True. If you really wanted eyes on your big revolutionary tournament final, then why not put it on SmackDown? Yeah. Now, hey, that, 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 that would make sense on so many Yeah, networks. I mean, yeah, I get it. Network, yeah, sure. But, but it does make sense from a business yeah, standpoint. Yeah, but right? you just want you just try something weird for yeah. once because they haven't done it on SmackDown since moving to SmackDown Live. Yeah. They haven't done anything that's revolutionary on that scale, deba. Right? Well, uh, to, well, they're about to know. Uh, as for revolutionary, I think they they kind of did that as well with the main with the main event segment. Ooh. Oof, you want to get into that? Wait, wait, before we get into that, we haven't finished talking about the main yeah, classic. Yeah, classic. Uh, do you agree with the win? The Kyrie Kyrie Shea wins? Win? Yeah, but it's it's one of those times that you saw it coming a mile away. Yeah, it's an A. It's and, an, it's, and it's okay. She is she is that good. To me, yeah, she is that good for sure. But it's like the most predictable 
booking ever. Yeah. Like you knew, like okay, they actually did fulfill the the kind of booking we expected from them since the since Since bracketology, I guess, right? Uh, I think it was good though because it really could have gone either way, and we would all have been we would have been okay with either, Mm. because they built up Shayna. Shayna's good. Who as as a legitimate threat in the division, Mm -hmm. not just not just within the tournament sphere, sure, right? And then you bring in this super baby face that everyone just has to love, uh-huh. and then it just works. Yeah, right? it, to me, because it's a, it's them taking back the TJ decision. Uh, TJ winning isn't that bad to me in a vacuum, but obviously it didn't quite pan out the way they expected it to. So they so went with the they anointed they went, someone. They went with the most fan service booking decision they could ever do. And it works. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but you got you have a literally quite the magnetic presence in Kyrie Sane. Yes, and uh, Bizarro Bailey, Bizarro <laughs> Bailey, and Shayna Baszler. Sorry, we're giving, losing that. <laughs> giving it to to Kyrie is like the most feel good. It's a very feel good moment. Yeah, it's the most feel good moment you can give to the fans I think the only other baby face that could have elicited something that was even remotely close would have mm. been Candice yeah and we knew she wasn't gonna win obviously right? so yeah uh, it was good but I wish they would really rethink it for the next one yeah because if we're if we're going by WWE booking the, we might be getting another Cruiserweight Classic next sure. year sure yeah I'm, I'm okay with them rotating it per year or actually, you could rotate it three ways if they move the Dusty Classic into something like that. I doubt it, though. I doubt it. Diba? Tag team, tag team, men's, women's, tag team, that's, men's, women's. That's like twice. I mean, it's, that's just really twice the number of people you need to sign for the Dusty Tag Team Classic. So mm. I think it's just the two of them. Okay. Maybe UK. UK. <sighs> but the UK. Oh, yeah. Shit. I forgot about the UK tournament. Mm. But you don't need a UK tournament anymore. Yeah. So you have a UK champion. You have you have your champion, you have a stable roster of guys, which we can get into. But big things on the horizon for Kyrie Sane coming yeah. off of this. Now yeah, she she's will officially be confirmed to be competing for the NXT Women's Championship at NXT Takeover Houston during some Survivor Series weekend. November eighteen. Yeah. Which is a long ways away, which means her opponent gets decided in NXT yeah, in the next batch sure. of tapings yeah I'm sure there's going to be some sort of elimination tournament to determine who the number the other number one contender is or a multi-woman match yeah, that's going to be fun I can, I, can, I can live with that yeah I wonder who they'll book for that though I would say Who's it your could be on? Nikki Cross Nikki yeah mm. why not so I don't see Ruby Riot Muna I, it's either Nikki Cross or Ember Moon Either Ember turns heel and then goes up against Kyrie Sane. Heel Ember though is not as eh, I don't I don't I could feel, buy it. I could buy it. I, I don't feel it. compelled by face Ember either. That's true. They haven't given her much to work with at the same time. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Alright, so that's it for the Mayon Classic and I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did because despite its flaws, it's still pretty good. Uh, again, bottom line is there's so many ways the earlier rounds of the tournament could have gone. And that's just a testament on how much uh, talent was there. Out there in yeah. the world when it comes to the women. Yep. So now you know, for those who still haven't believed yet, uh, women's wrestling ain't no joke. Yep. So we touched on it a bit. 
this whole Vince segment yeah. with Kevin Owens at the end of SmackDown. Which, Fucking insane. Which is... KO is made after this. Let's let's break it down for everyone. KO uh, goes and fucking headbutts Vince, cracks him open. Yeah, cracks him right open. I'm sure that's no blade job for no for sure. blade. That was hard way. Uh, hard way. Shabbat shit. Shit. And, and then you know he is made. Kevin is KO is made. God. Vince is is willing to go out there and take that kind of shot. That kind of a headbutt. Yeah. That. From you, oh, to, God. to 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 further you, yeah, to make you the guy, yeah, the guy. My God, and to think that it's all building up to KO versus Shane McMahon at Hell in a Cell, in the cell, in the cell, inside the cell, which tells you that they have been planning this, they've been laying all of this out for a couple of months now. Yeah, if you look back, this all goes back to SummerSlam, SummerSlam, but. Uh, I think the point where they decided they were going to go for it was when uh, the referee fucked up the count, the the, the, the finish, finish for, for Battleground, called, I think. For Battleground, which everyone thought, "What the fuck? Yeah, why are we getting this?" And then now it's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, in hindsight, the, the 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 glut of Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles matches all led up led up to. The Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon feud and involving Vince McMahon, so that's one way to turn a negative into a positive. Yeah, and it was such a minor negative at the time. The yeah. we were just like, well, they're hot potatoing the belt, but at the same time, eh, maybe there's something there, and yeah, then there is some. something, and this something is actually, yeah, you didn't know you wanted it, yeah, but now I do. I really, really and fucking it, do. It kind of shows you how good SmackDown is at doing the job. Yeah. And not just not just doing that, but that long term booking angle that they have going, diba, it's paying off. And it also paid off for a lot of other people on this show. Yeah. And we'll get to that at the end of this. But I do think we have a nice interview for Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we didn't we didn't actually we forgot to, to mention it at the top of the show, but we do have a nice interview lined up and by the time you click on this podcast, I'm sure you know who it is. But we'll tell you who it is anyway. So, joining us this week on the in this episode of the Smart News Philippines podcast is none other than than the actual first Phil Canadian wrestler in PWR. Yeah, because he was in boot camp. Yeah, he before, was in boot camp first before boot, before Billy yeah, showed yeah. up. Yeah. So we have on the podcast none other than the Canadian Dragon. I still can't get over that. Yeah, me, me neither. But and, hey. and he wears CM Punk shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're nice though. And so he actually has that nice shit, uh, nice kick pads. Nice gear, though. Yeah. So, again, as, as I was uh, saying before I was rudely interrupted, the Canadian Dragon, Zayden Trudeau, is right here with us right now. Joining us for a really, really nice long interview on this week's episode. Yeah. Here we go. All right, we're here with this week's guest, none other than the Canadian Dragon, which is... Uh, I like it. I like it, though. I did like it when... It's familiar, yes. It's familiar, yes. For guys like us, it is. The Canadian Dragon Zayden Trudeau, which is also another familiar name. (laughs) Zayden, Zayden, welcome to the the podcast. podcast, Thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure. All right, so uh, a lot of Canadian things going on with your name right there. Uh, We'll we'll get to that in a bit, but uh, uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Which is not Indy, who's panning over there, but rather the match that has been announced for PWR Octoberplex 
in October, on October 8th. October 8th, not 3. Not 3. 8, not 3. 8, not 3. <laughs> right, Just so sure. October Plex, it's going to be a battle of the of the Filipino Canadians in yes. PWR. You got Satan Trudeau over in one corner and the beautiful Billy Sweat in the other just lost a PWR championship. Man, uh, how do you feel? Uh, we got to talk about that. That's from out of nowhere. Yeah, obviously, like, it's probably the biggest match of my career. Uh, I'm extremely nervous, but also extremely excited. Like, every time I think about it, like, I, I start palpitating pretty much. <laughs> uh, did you, uh, I would imagine, right? Uh, it's Billy Suede, uh, 10-year ring veteran. Yeah, man. And, okay, not, not to put any pressure on you, but <laughs> other than you that... You just though, started, though. Other, yeah. than, other than the palpitations and stuff, how do you feel uh, in general uh, so I, far? I feel excited. Uh, I feel like uh, all the work I've been putting in kind of leads up to this match, but... I don't know. As the days go by, I kind of feel like any idle moment I have, mm-hmm. it feels like I could be doing something to better prepare myself. That's true. That is, that is actually a pretty good mindset. That's a very mindset. good mindset, yeah. yeah. Like, every time I'm watching, like, like a TV show mm-hmm. or something, I feel like I, I could be studying, like, an NGPW match or something. <laughs> uh, speaking of the work you put in, you mentioned the work you put in, which, yes. which is actually pretty uh, a nice p- point to take off from. Yeah. Uh, you've had quite the series of well-received matches as of late. Yes. Which is, to be honest, let's be honest here, it was quite the leap in quality from when you started in the PWR main roster. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, but let's get to that in a bit. Let's talk about Zayden Trudeau. First of all, I think we got to address the, the, the maple leaf colored elephant in the room. <laughs> Are you actually Canadian? I am Canadian. I was born in Vancouver, uh, born in Calgary, raised in Vancouver from the age of five and then I moved to the Philippines when I was 15 okay. So okay I am I am truly Canadian so how old are you now just for reference I'm 21, 21 okay. years for old. all the for all the girls looking for a daddy <laughs> Zayden is 21 quite young so you, and legal so you've been in the Philippines for six years yes yeah all right yeah. and let's just go through that story mm-hmm. uh, you were raised in you were born and raised in Canada yeah yeah, yeah. but you decided to, you ended up moving here what's the story behind that so uh, my my uh, parents they were looking they were they were working in financial technology okay. they were okay. selling like solutions to uh, like government Tech solutions yeah 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 uh, and then there was a point where my dad was trying to start something here mm-hmm. uh, he was working with this one group and so he was flying between Vancouver and Manila every two weeks so we'd see him for two weeks he'd be gone for two Your weeks parents are Filipino. Uh, yeah they were both born both born in the Philippines okay. but okay. then migrated to Canada when they were when they were young okay and the Canadian dream yeah, yeah. <laughs> the true dream nowadays <laughs> and then uh, eventually it just became like like it, it just it was just too hard on the family so we all ended up moving here uh, for my first year, I got here in, like, October or something, so it was too late to register for, like, any schools or something. Yeah. So for my first year here, I was actually homeschooled, and okay. I was hey. I was actually quite miserable here. Because, <laughs> like, the only time I would leave the house is, w- would be to, like, play sports either, like, uh, for, um, what's that What's that called? Ma- uh, Manila Polo Club. They're, oh. they're football. Oh. Yeah, they're fill. Uh, they're, oh, <laughs> they're. I I used to play for their football team, okay. and I used to play for the for a hockey team over in Moa. So that would pretty much be the only time I'd leave mm. the house. I didn't really get along with a lot of people because, I mean, language barrier and yeah. sort of like a cultural barrier. For that. sure, definite yeah. definite culture shock when yeah, I first got here. How did you feel though about having to move from Canada to Manila, from it, Vancouver to Manila? It was really rough. It was really really rough because I felt like uh, I. Got a, I just before I moved, like I had a really, really tightly knit group of friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then just taken away pretty much to go from like going out pretty much every day with like 
friends that I was really, really close to, friends that I loved to staying home all the time. It was a bit rough, but then then I uh, ended up going to British Columbia mm-hmm. and then started loving it here. So yeah. in all your year, in all your fifteen years in Vancouver, you did not run into Billy Swade at all. No, it's like it was okay. You're hey, you're from Vancouver. I know a friend from Vancouver too. Yeah. He's over there. <laughs> Would you happen to know a Billy Swade? <laughs> A beautiful man who's no. also Filipino. Never had the pleasure. No. <laughs> so yeah. that so that means you didn't really watch wrestling while you were over in Canada. No, no, never. Okay. Yeah, okay. I when uh, I interesting. I only started watching wrestling like full time. I think like two or three years ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, so quite a quite a young wrestling fan. So I'd it's say. not you're not one of those kids who grew up. And then, you know, you're dreaming, oh, I want to be freaking Shawn Michaels and super kick everybody. No, no. Uh, I watched it when I was really, really young. Yeah. Maybe when I was eight for, like, like a few months or something. Yeah. Funnily enough, like, I was going through my Facebook messages, mm-hmm. and the first message I ever sent was to, like, the Rey Mysterio fan page. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I was cringing so hard. It was like... Uh, when you were young. When I was young, yeah. When I was, like, 12 or something. It was All like, right. is this the real Rey Mysterio? I, was, <laughs> I wanted to let you know that I love how you fight with such passion. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. That's a yeah. pretty good one. So when you moved here to Manila, did you, did you act out because you're a teenager? And I did, I did. <laughs> like a teenager, uh, and yeah, exactly. So for the homeschooling uh, that I that, that I did, yeah, that that year, um, I didn't do work for like the first like six months that okay. I was here. And then when my parents found out, they like flipped out because they're like, you know, you're supposed to be almost done prepping for exams, and I pretty much had to cram everything into like a two month period. Uh, and then when I I visited back to Vancouver uh, during the summer, like mm-hmm. after I like did after... to to complete like exams and okay. just so we could finally go back and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually tried tried leaving like uh, on the day that we were supposed to fly out. I like packed up a luggage with all my stuff and told my mom like fucking rebel um, man. Yeah, I'm uh, just told her like no, I don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously I changed my mind since I'm here. But how did yeah. I get you to go back? Um, oh my god. Such a such a weird story, because um, they found out that like I I was taking like clothes and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're 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 basically telling me like you can't do that, <laughs> you and Asian uh, parents, yeah, exactly, uh, and then they're like they're telling me like yeah legally you can't move into your friend's place, like we just want to make sure that like the parent is like ready to adopt you or whatever, okay. basically they're willing to give you up as long as it was legal. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess, I guess that was sort of their tactic to be to make sure that I didn't really leave. But yeah, I don't know. It's really weird looking back on that because <laughs> I was so so against the idea of coming back, and now like kind of never want to leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so, how, so how did you ease in into life in Manila? Uh, going to when I first started going to BSM for sure. When I first went there, like I, I have a I have a habit of making really bad first impressions. <laughs> so when I first went there. What happened? So there was this like theater class, and one of my one of my close friends, his name is Josh. Um, I He's made probably like, listening to this podcast. Yeah, this let's point. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> You'll tell Josh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he heard me make a joke because it was a really small class. It was just me uh, and two other guys, me and three other guys. Okay. And so I make a joke like, "Oh, are there no girls here or something?" And like he he thought it was serious. Uh, he told everyone, <laughs> and then everyone just knew me as this weird dude who was sad that there was no girls in my class. <laughs> And so for like a month, I was kind of like, uh, yeah, I didn't really Outsider. have cider. Yeah, a bit, a bit. And then I got close um, to this one group of like uh, of girls actually, because they were like they were also new, and they're like, okay. I mean, you're new too. I guess we'll hang with you. <laughs> and then uh, I got closer to another group of friends because like 
one of their friends wanted uh, like this one girl in my group. Okay. And then eventually the entire year got close because yeah, nice. like our, our year was really segregated. Mm-hmm. And so this one guy, he had this, this idea to have group integration day. <laughs> so like, group integration so like day. the three, like the two di- like main groups, we would just all hang out and stuff and we all tried to get close. And then after that, like pretty much worked. Like our, our year was super free flowing. Everyone was really friendly with each other. It was really cool. Because I was gonna, actually going to ask. Which group is the one that's showing up to the shows oh. that you're hanging out with? Because like I, I still can't make. There, there is a there is a, there's a Zayden section. There's a Zayden yeah. section. And like, I kid you not that when I see them, it's just like I haven't seen this guy before. I've seen that one, <laughs> that girl, not this dude. So of the <laughs> the, the, the Zayden section is comprised of uh, so the ma- my 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 main supporter my significant other oh. no no yeah, yeah. Uh, her sister her brother tries to come they're all like I'm basically part of the family now okay. I come over like borderline every day and then I have um, the they don't P- find it weird that you're a wrestler. No, they're, they're, they're always super supportive, nice. actually. Yeah, it's made, uh, pretty much all my friends are really, really cool with me being a wrestler. And then I have some BSMers who can only come and see me like uh, during the summers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they're off in college. The British summer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, so yeah, let's talk about the wrestling since we already brought it up. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you mentioned that you fell out of, of favor with wrestling for a bit. Yeah, uh, I guess I guess in your tumultuous middle years. Yeah, yeah. But how did you get back into it? So, in out of my closest group of friends, out of like the four people that I was closest to, mm-hmm. three of them were huge wrestling fans. Okay. Uh, and I actually used to make fun of them for watching wrestling because, <laughs> like, you I were mean, that guy. Yeah, I was, I was that guy. I was that guy. The classic arguments of like watch a real sport. Like, I don't see the appeal if you like if it's Quidditch. predetermined. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then. And they told me uh, just watch this one pay per view, okay. and that pay per view was uh, it happened to have the best match of the year. It was, Ro- was Royal Rumble 2015. Uh-huh. The, the oh, ma- that was, that was decent. Yeah, the yeah. match that captivated me, the Triple Threat. Uh, we watched this here, no? Did we? Yeah, uh, we did here, here, here. My yes. place. It was Lesnar, Rollins, Cena. I had yes, no idea. Yes, yes, we watched I, it I, here. I, I had no, I had no idea who most people were except for like Cena, Lesnar, like the people yeah. from back in the day yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And after that, like. I like I didn't. The hook. Yeah, I didn't. No, but I that did, was a good rest. That was a good. That was a good road on For sure, I remember that. Um, after Rollins hit the Phoenix Splash, that's yeah, kind of yeah, when I remember being like, "All right, this is this is kind of cool." I was never upfront about it with my friends. Okay. Like they were like, "What do you think about it?" And I was like, "I mean, like it's not the worst thing." And then like <laughs> when behind their back, I'd like be googling all these moves and How like all these Phoenix wrestlers and stuff. Splash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so how did you get there? How did you get from there to PWR? So uh, after after I moved back here, my my main like the my, the friend that was like the most into wrestling, his name is Martin. Uh-huh. Um, up, he Martin? he told me about uh, this wrestling promotion right. and that, that we should all go watch. Uh, and it was back in the Makati Cinema Square ah, days. Yes, you were at one of those shows. I was, I was, because my fr- uh, Martin, my friend, he had uh, another friend who was young boy in. Who? Who? I have no idea. I can't remember. He was like a bigger guy. Not, yeah, a bigger Filipino looking guy. I'm very. Was he very dark? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Hi, right, who's what this? Is, what the Could this have after? been Bruno Bernardo? No, no, no. Definitely not. No, no, not that guy. Yeah. Not that guy. <laughs> okay, as long as it's not him, we're cool. But I, I remember uh, what happened. It was like Jake DeLeon winning a title. Ah, yes. And then. Uh, 
Brian Leo like oh, fuck, cashing that, in the contract that, or that something. Was that, that show, that Revo X. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck, that was Revo X right. one. Yeah, yeah. And then Revo X zero. Shut, come on, shut up. And then they, were, they, they my friends are telling me that they were having a boot camp and. Uh, Oh man, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a sort of a sort of a cock, but that's just fine. Uh, fine. My right friend, here. yeah, my friends were making fun of like uh, the PWR wrestlers, and sure. they're like, "If you joined, you'd actually be one of the taller and, and one of the most athletic guys." And I was like, "I don't know, man. I guess we'll see." <laughs> and then off of off of a whim, I was like, "You know what? Screw it. Like, I'll try to I'll try to be a wrestler because this is this is like peak wrestling fan days. I was watching it all the time." Yeah. Uh, and like I would, I would fantasize about like what my finisher would be, mm. like what my gimmick would be, what my name would be, and all that stuff. And then, and then this this uh, this opportunity arises, and I was like, you know what, I'll give it a shot. And then, yeah, here here we are. <laughs> okay, uh, so now that you're here, I guess we have to address that concern. How do you feel about everything now? How do they feel about everything now? Uh, they they definitely recognize it, like, and me especially that like the level, the quality of wrestling has it's it's. Like the old days are almost unrecognizable compared to what it is nowadays. Yes, yes, yeah. I would agree. Yes. Yeah, for yes. sure. Because like, I mean, everyone's we, in much better condition. Yeah, That's for why. sure. Uh, like it wasn't even a it wasn't even a ring back then. It was yeah. just it was a just a, it was just a boxing ring. It was with boxing, some, ring, yeah. Boxing ring with some play mats on it, and uh, we would have absolutely hard, no though. give. Yeah. yeah, that shit was hard. Absolutely no you're, give you're, on those. You're, you're kind of lucky that you don't you don't have to bump a bat. No, yeah, for sure. Or an AFB. Oh yeah, or an AFB. Anyway. So yeah, uh, continue. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were saying. Um, and yeah, and my friends, we would we would kind of make fun of like the booking decision for that day. Sure, sure. Because like I mean, Brian Leo cashed in right after uh, JDL won, and like this was only like a few months after WrestleMania, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So like we thought it was like the worst thing we'd ever seen, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Hmm. Well, hmm. well, you know, you can't change that. Yeah, it's no, in the, yeah. way in the past. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's basically that's a generation. Yeah, it's in a, it's it's learning growing pains. Right, it's pretty much WWF. Right. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a fair criticism of that move of mm-hmm. that decision. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about uh, you and boot camp. So first things you learned. Uh, in your first days of boot camp, I believe CBL was still running the show. Yeah, back then. yeah, it was. Uh, you were part of that last batch. Yeah, that before, wasn't the last batch. No, no, th- that wasn't the last boot camp batch that he was involved. Yes, in. yes. Uh-huh. But I, yeah, I definitely have some. Like, I remember my first day. Uh, it was like a couple hours in, and then uh, uh, classical Brian Leo walks in uh, with a with a, a shirt of himself <laughs> holding the title around his shoulder and everyone had to stop what they're doing to shake his hand and like I mean I get that like it was a different culture cause, like it, it, like it's wrestling it's something I haven't experienced and like I've heard stories about like the backstage culture being really different with that said I still thought that was like the douchiest thing I've, I've ever seen <laughs> I will tell you though that he did intend for it to be douchey. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, for sure, I I, I get it. (laughs) All right, so let's let's talk about how you you put everything together. So, Mm how did you come up with the entire character? Uh, Right. Obviously, you're drawing from your real life experiences, but mm -hmm. you know, you I I don't know. One would say that you might have gone a little too Canadian there. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, when I first uh, joined PWR Bootcamp, like my initial intention, like the gimmick that I had in mind, I wanted uh, I wanted to be Zayden Knight. I wanted to be this like satanic worshiper. I wanted to be a total wow. heel. Wow! Yeah, shit. yeah, that's dark. Yeah, I do. That went dark real quick. Eon, <laughs> eons away from my character now. 
Uh, and then, and then when I started finally putting matches together, I realized I was like the worst heel ever. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I'm did like, you do this in bootcamp? Bootcamp, yeah. yeah I, tried, I, I don't tried, remember. Sorry. I tried. I tried putting some matches together where, where I was this dark, evil like heel. Yeah, exactly. And like I, I, I realized like part of part of the disconnect is definitely like I, I definitely don't connect with Filipino humor as much as I do. I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. way the way I would be an asshole. It would kind of like people wouldn't really click with it. Like uh, it, it felt like it would kind of go over their heads because it would be like witty one-liners or something like that. And like I was expecting like people to be like, "Oh, damn, savage," that type of thing. And I'd like look look over and no one understood what I was going for. Well, yeah. uh, to that point though, I mean, guys like uh, Mike Madrigal mm, mm, and, sure. and John Sebastian have been do, have been utilizing this to great for sure, effect. for sure. So I, I think it's just more of who they are. Okay, okay, yeah, for sure. I, I, it's definitely tough channeling that. Out right, here, right, I feel right. Like. So how did you move from Zayden Knight to Zayden Trudeau? So uh, I I did it because like it just felt easier as a face. <laughs> like uh, like I just. I, th- I think it started off as a joke with um, a fellow boot camper. Yeah, His name yeah. is Francis. I used to I used to yeah. ride with him. Um, we still we still out there. Hey, I see, yeah. I see Francis every now and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, he he made a joke about like how I would apologize a lot. Yeah, and you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, def- do. I definitely do for sure. Um, and he was like, "No, you should totally be like this overly Canadian dude." And I was like. Ah, like I'll do it as a joke, yeah. And so, so the next match, I kind of joked around with it, and like people were really into it. Like people were laughing. People found it like actually entertaining. And yeah. I was like, you know, what? maybe maybe this isn't the worst thing ever. Stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. And because then, it's the easiest thing to go with. Yeah, exactly. And then I started playing around with it over the next like uh, over the next few months, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it, I think it worked out. Yeah, but it's super Canadian, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like there is no there is no holding back on the Canadianism. No, for thing. sure, for sure. Like for you, sure. you not only you know took Brian Danis's gimmick, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the American that's dragon, that's the Canadian dragon. You uh, you go all in with Trudeau, which is pretty much, I guess, the most uh, recognizable Canadian. Yeah, name for sure. Like when right I right now, right? When I came up with the name, it was right after. Uh, like the ASEAN summit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and so I saw this newspaper headline of like um, something about like calling uh, Trudeau like a really attractive world leader or yeah, something yeah. like that. Him and the Mexican one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no, so I remember that. Uh, and then like I posted like my name. I, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll go with Zayden Trudeau because I don't know Zayden Knight. Like my friends would give me crap. They're like, they thought it was a really really cheesy name. And then so where does, where does Zayden come from? Zayden was actually the first name I was named when I was okay. born. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. but the story that my parents tell me is that we were living they were living in a very Filipino area of Calgary. Yeah. And Zayden would be pronounced something Zayden. something more similar to like Satan. Oh! Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so that's where the Satan's gimmick comes yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> the catchphrase would be like Hail Zayden type thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and heels Zayden yeah. it's like if you ever turn heel yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. I, there I, you I go have, we, are, we are putting this out here first yeah, <laughs> I, I have that in my back pocket for sure but no I couldn't get baptized until they changed my name and so shit yeah you were actually named Zayden when I was born yeah and then yeah. You, they changed your name when you were baptized yes so I could get baptized <laughs> yeah I know right Zayden, Zayden just sounds like my badass alter ego yeah. or something you, so cool saying? though <laughs> no I'm just, I'm just in awe because like 
what the fuck? They made you change your name? Yeah. How bad it was? Yeah. I suppose, but I, I suppose the, the Canadian Catholic Church yeah. would be fine with it. It's like the Canadian Catholic Church would have to be like, well, we're not going to baptize him until you change his name. Why? <laughs> it sounds like Satan. <laughs> oh, we, need, we need an... Uh, we need... Uh, we need Jesus. Yeah, we need Jesus. <laughs> we need Jesus so but, okay, so, so uh, no, I guess you can say this. It took you a while, actually, to graduate from boot camp. Because, it did. Uh, you you kind of left for a while. What happened there? Uh, I went to Canada to go back and study. Okay. Uh, and, like, uh, the school that I was at, I just wasn't vibing with, so I decided to come back. Okay. Yeah, so just taking a break for, from school for now, and I, I just missed the Philippine lifestyle a bit. Like, I, <laughs> I, missed, I missed my aspirations of trying to become a wrestler. You know, I missed my significant other, that type of thing. Hey! Yeah. And I didn't, and when you actually got back, I thought, oh, wow, you, you studied quick. Uh, I, I, I didn't know why you got back. I just knew you Super got back. Like, yeah. oh, you already done with school and shit? No. <laughs> I don't think you've ever told me the story of why you returned, so yeah. there you have it, right? Yeah. So, okay, let's move on to your actual uh, in-ring career. So you, you, you debuted at, well, for one, you debuted, you debuted on the pre-show at Resback. Resback, yeah, yeah. So how was that? Can you tell me how you, how you felt facing Nintendo? It was actually a pretty good match. Was, yeah. Thank you. Um, I was uh, I was excited to go against Nintendo because I felt like he was uh, he was hungry because I mean he had like a couple month absence mm-hmm. if I believe yeah um, and so I just felt like he was this other person who wanted to put on a good match right. along with me uh, and so I felt like he was he was super eager to do something like to you know to put on a good match to like tell a good story right 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 and no I was super excited to work with him. Um, going into the actual match, like every time, like similar to now, like every time I think about the the, the suede match, mm-hmm. every time I think about it, like my heart would start pumping. Like thinking about like I have to go up in front of hundreds of people and like own it. Like I'm a wrestler because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like we'll talk about this later, but like I don't know. Like one of the tough things that I have with beca- like accepting that I'm a wrestler is like uh, sort of the insecurity right, about it yeah. because like I, know what you feel. I, re- I receive criticism on it like. It's not a real sport, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, and but at the same time, you have to go out there and own the, the fact that you were actually doing this. Like, exactly, you're not playing exactly. a wrestler; you are a wrestler. Exactly, you're like trained I, for this. there's a lot of people that I wouldn't tell that I would go the, uh, that I was training to become a wrestler. Yes, yes, yeah. And uh, so that like it had to become public, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I I had to own the fact that I was a wrestler. Yeah, you're not hiding your face at all. Exactly. Uh, but then, like actually at the event, like before I came out. It was the most nervous I'd ever been. I just wanted to curl up into a ball, like <laughs> run away. Like I, it was. It was you were you were going on first, right? Yeah, exactly, it's exactly. Like you were legit opening the show. Exactly. It was it was it was super nerve wracking. Like, and I was entering after Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, like here's this established guy. Like the people actually recognize, and then <laughs> out comes this like dude in a hockey jersey. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know he's coming, right? Yeah. Because exactly. You, you exactly. weren't advertised for that show. For yet. sure. For sure. Well, that, but that was you know that was something that would work for you. Because mm-hmm. at least zero uh, expectations. yeah, zero expectations on their part. They, they don't true. know who you were. That's true. But then, uh, so how you 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 end up making it out alive? Yes. <laughs> uh, so how how did that go? Uh, the actual match itself, I thought it was uh, it went pretty good. There was one panic moment where I think <laughs> yeah. we both forgot what was going next. Yeah. And so there's this awkward moment where we kind of like shoulder each other and I'm like oh or, yeah exactly yeah, I'm like pause. oh are we not alright I guess I'll hit the ropes again and then we <laughs> then we got back into the match and, and everything was fine uh, like as soon as we locked up I think I think it was fine I think like, yeah. yeah you, you kind of just get into the zone 
I no, think it's actually it, great that you guys go on first. Yeah, yeah. I feel, uh, looking back on it, I was pretty glad that I I, I went first. Like it was, it was, it was a huge learning experience. I mean, obviously with it being my debut match, but All right. You, you touch on the fact that you you're insecure because you know there are a lot. There's a lot of hate and negativity surrounding our business, our craft, yeah, our business, our yeah. craft, our sport, <laughs> right? So, for one thing, does your family know? Yes, my uh, my parents eventually found out. Okay. Yeah. So how do they feel? Yeah. That's so good. That's, how did that's, what that's happened nice. when they found out? So my mom is she's okay with it. I mean she she's glad that I'm like I'm I'm putting my effort into something. <laughs> yeah. Um, into something. Yeah. Exactly. Like she she like she's seen me and my brother like talking about wrestling all the time. Like she thinks about we talk about it too much. Mm-hmm. She knows that like it's something I love. You know. Uh, my dad. I'm pretty sure he thinks it's the stupidest shit ever. Uh, yeah. Asian dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, um, like, he was he was raised, like, playing all these sports. Like, he made us play all these sports, mm-hmm. like, growing up. Like, we were we were such athletes growing up. Like, I remember, like, playing tennis, golf. Uh, we'd go, like, surfing, skimboarding. Like, we do all these bo- board sports. Um uh, and all these martial arts. Yes, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beaches are cold, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Vancouver is one of few cities in the world where you can snowboard and surf in the same day. Fun yeah. fact. <laughs> just Drop some knowledge fuck, on your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, he's he's like a like I guess he's not going to come to my shows or anything. Sure, but, like, but he's accepted. Yeah, I, I think oh, so. Wait, what is he going to do? Right? It definitely You're an adult. Yeah, it definitely felt like me coming out to my dad when yes. like when 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 I had to tell him. Um, my brother, he's like my biggest supporter, yeah. bar none. After every show, after every practice, like even just when like thinking about moves and stuff, <laughs> he's he's definitely my biggest actual wrestling supporter. You're, like, you're behind the scenes manager. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like uh, he'll he he's like out of all my like non wrestling friends, yeah. he's the only one who'll give me like proper wrestling criticism okay yeah for sure and so like after shows and stuff like he'll be like no that was awesome like we'll talk about my match like oh yeah that was really cool but then eventually he'll get into the nitty gritty of like okay like you're, <laughs> that was bad yeah exactly some people will have an issue with this yeah exactly, with, you know, exactly. With, this, with this particular you know from your brother right anyway yeah. moving on at least you know you have someone who is as invested in it as you are yeah for sure my, my sister thinks it's awesome but no, like wrestling definitely brought me and my brother. Like nice, I definitely think nice. it brought us closer. Yeah. for sure, for Aww. sure. All right, uh, that's great. Uh, okay, then uh, let's move on to your your main card debut at Renaissance. So there's a moment oh, there. Yeah. There's oh, a moment there. There's a moment there. Yeah. Wait, right. this could be a, a big learning a big learning moment for, for not just you but any other guys out there who are waiting in the wings to get you know graduate working on their craft and practice stuff mm-hmm. like that. So let's talk about the that elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, my so, yeah. my match against uh, Red- Redrick. Yeah. yeah, it was my second match because after Resback, I wasn't booked for I think two shows after that. Are you injured back then? No, I wasn't. Oh, I, I just I just wasn't booked for like it was on Father's Day. Yeah, and I think you were free. Day. Were you free? No, I was no, free. No, like was I, free. I'm pretty sure I just wasn't booked for okay, it. Okay. Um, it happens. I thought you. I don't know. No, I, mean, no. I didn't see you for a while, so I thought something happened to you. No, no, I was fine. I was fine. I think it was just like I was busy on the Sundays or something. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so it was my match against Redrick Mahala, um, which was going okay. No, yeah, it was, was going okay. fine. Like I thought it was going fine. Like um, uh, he was putting on the heat on me uh, pretty good. Uh, I hit, I think, what was maybe my best super kick to date at that yep. point. Yeah, that was pretty. And then and then we get to the infamous yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. So after this spot, I was also this was also super crushing. Okay, so I guess we'll run over what happened. Um, 
I evade one of his, like, he's running to the corner, I slip to the outside, I hit him with a with an enziguri, um, and so I'm holding onto the rope, I'm about, the move I'm going for is a springboard drop kick, yes. uh, which has since been dubbed Air Canada, apparently. Uh, that, that's our fault. How, yeah. That's our fault. <laughs> How sorry. imaginative. Yeah, I know, right? But it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, like, thank like, you. Thank you. Up, like I, I remember, I remember that day. Like I remember you trying it like once or twice, no, just to try, jump. Yeah, I would try it all the time. All like all you know, morning. He would do. Yeah, like literally. Yeah, pretty much the only spot I would rehearse. Like for since I got there at ten until like, like I would think I was the, the last person in the ring until they're like, "Hey, get out of the ring." People are outside. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, the reason why you have to do that because the ring is shitty as fuck. <laughs> not not the the ropes are shitty as fuck. Yeah, for sure, for it's sure. It's not the best. Uh, situation mm, for mm. trying all the fun stuff. Like, uh, I remember going out and testing all, like, eight of the possible places that I could uh, yeah, test yeah. out uh, for the springboard. And I remember, in particular, there was one really, really loose corner. Yeah. And it just so happened that that was the corner that I was whipped into. Oh, God. And so, uh, the mechanics of a springboard, you need a tight rope, because when you're transitioning from the rope in your hands to uh, to landing your feet on it, yeah. if it's too loose, there will be too much... Yeah, there, you might like the rope might not support you yeah, as much there's, and there's a lot of give. exactly and the what's it called the rope shaking mm, could yes, screw yes, up yes. like because you're supposed to land on the balls on your feet yep. and like if it's like a couple inches one way or the other you're gonna fall on your ass which is what happened to me mm-hmm. so but you fell forward I did I fell forward yeah for I sure I, I could have gone a lot worse no for sure, for sure. I land uh, I fall uh, like I hit my head or something because like you know when you get slapped in like yeah, out yeah, of yeah. one ear you can't hear anything yep, yep. so I hit I'll that you whiplash yeah something oh, like that gosh. and then after after uh, that um, Red has to be like alright I guess I'll pin him uh, and then in the pin he's asking me like oh what happened or no no I said uh, I, he asked me something and I can't remember and then I said I hit my head what's what's happening like what I meant is like, what's the next, what's spot? The next spot? But I guess to him that sounded like, oh, yeah. I'm I, so I, I, dazed, I don't know where I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he turns to the ref and he's like, all right, finish, finish. And I was like, wait, what? And then all of a sudden I'm in the jackalade. I'm like, oh, I, all right, I guess I'm tapping. Uh, it, no, it, at, at that moment, like that was like no, the no, best, he, uh, the best he option. No, no, he handled it like a pro for sure. Like, so, so at that point, you still had other spots planned left. No, yeah, all, pretty much all my offense after that. Uh, pretty much all my offense came after that spot. Okay, okay. So oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was really rough. A few shots. In. Yeah, I, I oh, got after that. It was it was all over. No, 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 no. Before, oh, yeah, before, before, of course, of course. Before you had that, come back for sure. Yeah, yeah, no. But after that, there was definitely that's where most of my shine was supposed to be for sure. Okay, okay. I was supposed to hit like a top rope move. I was supposed to hit like a senton or something. I had a bunch of stuff planned after that, and then all of which just goes. Out yeah, the exactly, exactly. And so like, as soon as I get backstage, oh no, and then after that. Like their heels, like they're they're uh, they're supposed to get some heat on me, but like it looks like I just lost clean pretty much from inexperience. So Ralph Imabayashi takes me and throws me into the yeah. into the turnbuckle. No, into no, the into the, uh, into the stairs. Yeah, into the steps. And then after that, like I'm pretty sure I, I did it wrong too, because like I I, I remember hitting I remember hitting my head again. Oh, God. Yeah, and just yeah. being like, oh God damn it, and just like uh, the young boys wanting to pick me up and being like. Yo, can we chill? Like, I'm, like, I'm in pain right now. And then after I get taken backstage, I just start bawling my eyes out. I start crying like a yeah. baby. Like I, it was, I know what you feel. Yeah, it was like 15 straight minutes of just like uncontrollable. Like you know when you're crying and you can't breathe properly. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, was, yeah. it was. It was. It got to that point. It was. 
Like I remember, I remember it was one of the worst moments of my entire life. I didn't for know. Sure. Was, I didn't know it was that bad because I was out there. I called the match with Stan, right? Yeah. So I, the, the next time I was able to talk to you, just you know, I just told you think these things happen. Mm, for sure. Yeah. I, that was that was super. That was super reassuring. The the stuff that you told me and. No, I just I I felt like crap mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because like as soon as I landed in the ring and I realized what happening, like I I'm pretty sure I stopped caring about the fact that like I'm supposed to be a good guy and I just kept on saying like, uh, what was I saying? It's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, <laughs> I couldn't because I'm pretty out of besides the first time when I was trying the move, the actual springboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the first time all day I messed it up. I yeah, that's, like, that's yeah. the worst thing. That's the first feeling because uh, you, you try so hard. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> No, you 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 spend the 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 rest of you know your preparation time that day mm-hmm. making the move and hitting the move for real, mm-hmm. and then when it comes to the show and you know you gonna hit you know you gonna hit it, yeah. For but sure. for one reason or another, you don't. Yeah. And that that is enough. That's that should really that's take a take a blow out of you. So yeah, how no. did you feel after the show and you know moving forward from after, there? So, um, how do I explain this? So my product like. My happiness for the week is usually determined to how good of a practice match I have. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, that's definitely magnified for mm-hmm. the month for, like, a real match in front of like, right. a proper yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, for the... No, okay. So, I didn't get booked for the next two shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty... And, and I was, like, heartbroken because I was like, God damn it. If only I had hit that goddamn <laughs> no, springboard. Of that. No, for sure. No, no, no. Sure. It, it wasn't. But, like... Like, I had so much time to think about it. Every time I think about it, like, I just, I put my hands in my face, uh, my, yeah, I put my face in my hands. You beat yourself up. Yeah, for sure. It was, it was horrible. Like, the next, uh, especially because I wasn't booked for the next couple of shows. Like, I just wanted that redemption. But hey, you got it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, let's, let's talk about APCC real quick. Mm -hmm. You are a surprise entrant for the PHX Championship tournament after Ken Warren injures himself. (laughs) And you pretty much redeem yourself. By not just hitting the move, but also pretty having some pretty good matches with the likes of Bull. Yes. So, um, I remember the first day APCC, my opponent was Trabajador Quattro. Yeah. Quattro! Uh, who, by the way, like, insane talent. Like, <laughs> from from their batch, like, I... I, yeah. I, I it was, he was a joy to work with. I think, like, he's... I feel like he could be, like, top 10 talent in, like, a year or two. For but he's sure. a Trabajador. Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing? He's supposed to be hiding in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, I remember practicing even so for the rena- Renaissance at Fisher Mall. Was that the was that the event? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for the Renaissance uh, show, I remember spending like all morning. I probably hit this. I probably did the springboard maybe like twenty times. For APCC, yeah. it was like maybe double or triple that. Like that's the only thing I would practice. I'd go into the ring. I'd, I'd like as soon as I see a small opening, just that one area where I could jump into. Yeah. Like I'd ask, like, "Hey, is it okay?" I'd do a springboard over and over and over again to the point where uh, Jake Delion was uh, was was <laughs> was kind of laughing at me. He's like, "How many times are you gonna practice that?" And I was like, "No, trust me, I, yeah. I need this." Yeah. Psychological now. Exactly. I just. Yeah. I, Everyone should know, right? Exactly, and I, I need to make sure yeah, that you were like, practicing while people were, you know, moving around APCs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this guy? Oh no, we're gonna see the we're gonna see the spot later. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, after my match with Trabajo de Quattro, like huge confidence boost. Like yeah. I was so I was so happy with the match, uh, despite the fact that I got beat up by a dinosaur after. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, I, 
and that shit made the APCC highlight reel. Really yeah, it did. It did. Fuck, it, was, it was pretty funny, like looking, like hoping, like oh, let's see if they they got like a cool match or something. You know, oh, they dinosaur! You. Yeah, they got you in the yeah. dinosaur. <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was it was super it was super exhilarating. Like after the match, being like, all right, you know what? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I want to put Renaissance behind me, and then my next match with Bolt. That was. It was it was the match of my life up to that point for sure. You like, got match of the night on the review. Thank for you. that day, yeah. For that, that was so that cool. But, like I remember corpsing because um, <laughs> like for a split second, like I was supposed to be selling. I was trying to stand up or something. Yeah. And like I kind of drop what I was doing and like look around and kind of smile. And I'm like, wait, no, you're 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 a wrestler right now. Stop it. Because <laughs> um, uh, at one point they were chanting "Fight Forever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I actually did hear that. That yeah. that's like that's that's literally the shit I would dream about yeah you know? and that's and for one thing that's also the only time I heard it that day yeah that was the, no for sure it was it was it was super super cool that this is awesome chant like hearing a crowd so invested into mm-hmm. you and and like, that early in the show exactly that? yeah for sure uh, and no it was it was it was really it was amazing and like after the match such a cool feeling like going backstage and everyone like saying like yo, great match! Like that was really cool. Like oh man, one of the moments I'm gonna re- I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life for sure. It was it was super super cool. All right, so then you repeat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were pretty much repeated in 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 PWR. So, so good. Yeah, yeah, that was no. I was so I was so happy I got my rematch with Bolt because there's there's something about our styles that I felt like just meshed really well mm-hmm. and. Um, I was just I was super excited that I could finally show off uh, to our proper uh, our proper crowds yeah. that yeah. like hey I'm not just to the dude our guys yeah exactly like hey I'm not just the dude who fucked up the springboard that one time <laughs> and no I, was, I don't think they remember you as that no uh, yeah I'm sure they don't but mm. uh, it's it's still a good thing to to wash away right? yeah for yeah. sure for sure for sure um, no it was it was it it felt like we were, we were just really really clicking that night yeah I do have to say though when when I saw it when I was watching. You know, almost literally ringside. I was like, ah, "These guys borrowing from Osprey Ricochet." I saw a bit of that. Well, there is a bit. Well, there is a bit. There is a bit of that. You got you. You sort of run. You yeah, both you, of you, you ran you know, your usual, uh, you know, trade stuff. You know. Oh, was that during Dax? My match with Dax? No, no, no. That was with with really Bob, with Bob. I, did, I did also see some of it in, with the match with Dax. Yeah, yeah. Because like when when I was making my dad uh, my match with Dax, like he straight up like, do you want to do uh, 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 <laughs> superhero boss? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I, I don't I don't recall. There was a bit. There was a bit. Watch it back. Okay. Like, all right. I'll, all right, I'll definitely yeah, rewatch it. Anyway, okay, <laughs> okay. So it's like, uh, let's skip well, it. It's why like, you know better than the guy who did the match? No, because <laughs> I, I'm just. I was gonna. I was gonna get the like. So did you take inspiration? Oh, you didn't. Okay. Well, never mind. Uh, well, well, so while we're on that topic, uh, mm-hmm. who do you uh, take your cues from? Your influence from? Let's see. So I've had, I think, four favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first got into it, because what it originally appealed to me about wrestling was the athleticism. Because, like, even though it's not, quote-unquote, a real sport... Yeah, yeah. You need to have something. No, yeah. for sure. It, it requires an athleticism that's unmatched in yeah, you can't a lot slob, of sports. Right? Exactly, for sure. Um, and so the person that really stood out to me was uh, Neville. Right, right. During his NXT days, I thought he was, like... I thought he was the most athletic person yeah, I'd yeah. ever seen. He is far, one of far the most. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then after that, I moved on to... Uh, Seth Rollins uh-huh. 
Cause like I can see that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. that. I see that. He's because uh, he's, I started to appreciate more of like the storytelling aspect, and mm-hmm. like I feel like Rollins at his heart is he's just pure storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's a storyteller who just so happens to be CrossFit Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then after that, I really liked Puma. Uh-huh. Puma, because like I was really into uh, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground, yeah, for sure. Uh, not caught up, so you know, avoid spoilers. Uh, well, please. Yeah, yeah, not wait, as caught up. Not, not here, not here. <laughs> Don't and then after that, and now it's definitely Kenny Omega. Yeah, sure. So I mean, I can see that. Yeah, I can with, see that. with the jumping knees and stuff. Um, as to who I like, I take inspiration from. I feel like it really depends on who I like at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think I was drawing inspiration from, like, Sasha Banks. Okay. Because, like, I was super into her work with Bailey and stuff. Right, right. But then I I wanted to emulate some certain stuff from, like, uh, Seth Rollins, which is why for a while during boot camp, my finisher was uh, Avada Kedavra. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. kick. Super kick to a kneeling mm-hmm. opponent, which, guy, like, yeah. everyone ripped on me for it. So. <laughs> no, because I remember, yeah, I, I remember this. I remember that. I was just like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Indie Rollins. Yeah. You end up stealing, you, know, you end up using Kenny Omega's finisher and which is pretty much uh, Rollins' finisher now. Yeah. Yeah. No, funny v trigger. V trigger, man. Yeah. I mean, fun, funny story. It was, uh, I actually started using the move to finish my matches like a few months before Rollins debuted. Yeah, 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 sure. And so, like, when my when people yeah no, I, I remember this I know this yeah, yeah. yeah. and then when when uh, like some of the wrestling guys were uh, were linking me to it I was like freaking I'm like oh shit like <laughs> m- like my favorite guy is using my move and then after a while I was like oh Uh-oh. god damn it I'm not on the main roster yeah, yeah exactly people yeah. are just gonna think like oh he's using Rollins' move so yeah I almost I almost fell into that trap myself but then I remembered yeah yeah you did use it before Seth did yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the name of that move, though. The Désolé. Yeah. People don't know what it is because they don't speak French. No, yeah. I what thought does it, it mean? Désolé means sorry yes. in French. <laughs> yeah. Which it is sorry. which is the second language in Canada. I thought I thought that was like really really clever, and so I kind of just rolled with it. <laughs> yeah. So so that's another layer of the Canadian. So yes, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. You have kicks. In which you say sorry after each yes, kick. Yes, my sorry kicks. And then yeah. you have a finisher that's also called sorry. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, though. Anyway, yeah. Uh, How much more Canadian can we get? Uh, yes. We'll see. We'll see. I'm fi- I have some ideas. That, I don't know. Let's see if I... Does involve maple syrup? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure oh, he's going to start handing out maple syrup. Everyone's telling me to like bring out some maple syrup sa- uh, samples for, for the crowd <laughs> and stuff. You know what, shit? If you ever get into an all-out war match, you have to Hockey bust sick, out. Yeah. You have to fucking... No, it's Hockey sick, yeah, yeah. No, that, like, that's... The entire that, gear. I was just about to say that. Like, come out in proper, like, hockey gear. Like, <laughs> Do you like, actually own hockey gear? No, yeah. I, I was, uh... I played hockey for a lot growing <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. A gimmick. I love that. I love that. BWR booking. <laughs> we know you're listening. <laughs> Championship, baby. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, we've covered your career so far. Yes. So I'm going to ask you now, uh, what's the biggest lesson you've learned uh, to this point hmm. in your, you know, in your quick, your brief, young career? Yeah, in your very young, burgeoning career. The biggest lesson. It's tough to come up with just one lesson, but I guess. I'll come up with some lessons that right, uh, sure. Swade is, uh, like, even though, like, we've only had, like, one or two conversations about our upcoming match, like, I've already learned so much from just talking about mm-hmm. wrestling yeah. from Billy Swade. Like, um, one one thing that he was telling me about is, like, don't try to be cool when you're a wrestler. Yeah. And, like, yep. 
like that really hit close to home because like part of that is like my insecurity with like going out there and like putting on a character doing all the moves and stuff exactly exactly and so and so there are definitely matches where like my gimmick isn't that like i'm this like canadian dude my gimmick is basically like i'm just a canadian dude who wrestles you know what i mean and like looking back at my matches and like seeing all the all the opportunities for like character spots or like yeah basically just i need to come out like just own it Mm -hmm. for sure um and I guess probably the biggest, like the most defining moment that I can remember is definitely when I fell off, fell on my ass at a, <laughs> at a Renaissance. Yeah. Because yeah. ever since then, like it's just been, I've been, it, it's made me mentally tough mm-hmm. for sure. Because I like trying to become a wrestler, it's like more mentally demanding than it is physically mm-hmm. demanding. True, true. I remember, uh, crap, what's his name? Mayhem Brannigan. Yeah. When on my first day, like I think I think him still there. Jesus. Yeah. He yes, was. That's how long ago. God. He was doing like he was doing a speech in front of everybody, saying what? like, you like put on a speech. He was like, it's not the mental, it's not the physical aspect that's hard. Like anybody can come in here and get get beaten up, like be sore for like the next three days. Yeah. It's the physical aspect. I'm sorry. It's the mental. It's the aspect. mental aspect. How ironic. Yeah. <laughs> how ironic for him to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no, for sure, like, cause I always, I always thought I was one of the more athletic guys. Sure. I always thought like I deserved an opportunity at the main roster long before then I got it. And in hindsight, fuck no, sorry, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but like, no, that's sorry. like I did, I did not deserve it at all. Like uh-huh. there was still so much to learn. I'm glad I debuted when I learned, uh, when I did, I feel like there's no such thing as debuting too late. Mm-hmm. Like now. I agree. I agree too. Because like you can always you can always polish yourself up more before you expose yourself to the fans and stuff. But no, mental toughness is definitely what I've learned from wrestling. Like coming in week after week, not getting my call up, wondering if I'm good enough. (laughs) Yeah, this hits close to home. (laughs) We know we know the answer to your question. So whatever. I know. (laughs) Anyway, uh, and then what is your? career goal if any as a wrestler let's see so when i came like some of the goals that i had was chance i wanted to get a this is awesome chance i yeah. wanted to get a, a fight forever chant hey. lo and behold like four matches in i was you lucky enough em. to get yeah exactly good uh, for that um i i'd like to win a championship at some point i feel like that would that would be really cool but i feel like more than my desire to hold a belt at some point i just want the company to I want, I want, I want, I want them not to like show me that I'm valuable to them. I just want them to think that like I'm a draw. Like I sure. want, I want them to think that like people come to shows like wanting to watch my stuff. You know I think, what I mean? I think that's not too far off. Yeah, yeah. going that's a fair you know, with the, that's the a way fair things are going. Let's hope so. Uh, but no, I just, I, I just want to be, I want to be like, I want to fill a role that that they want me to fill sure, pretty much sure. to the I best mean, of my ability I mean who knows at the rate that you're going you might actually be the smart Henry rookie of the year <laughs> by the end of the year <laughs> let's hope so alright uh, and then you have any words uh, kayfabe or otherwise for Billy Swade for uh, for Billy Swade um, Billy Swade the friend the beautiful one yeah you, you, can, you, can, you can address him as a friend or as an opponent <laughs> let's see uh Mr. Swade, <laughs> it is going to be an honor to share a ring with you, but please know that I'm going to bring my best, and I apologize, but I will not hold back. So be prepared. Thank that you. That is way too polite. Yeah. That is, that is like the most polite <laughs> call out. Yeah. It's a character, let's say it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's far for the course. Yeah. 
All right, so where can people find you on social media if they have not found you yet? Let's see. Uh, so, I mean, I'm still new to the social media sure, game. Sure, sure. Uh, so you can look me up on Facebook, Zayden Trudeau-PWR. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zayden is spelled Z, or sorry, Z. <laughs> Z-A-Y-Z-E-N. Yeah, not Trudeau. Satan, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just Facebook for just now? Facebook just for Facebook now. for right, now, right, yeah. All right. all right, so, yeah, that was a really fun, almost an hour. Yeah, we're we're closing in on fifty. Yeah, we're oh wow! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, you guys you so much. For having time me. flies so fast. Right? Yeah, no, thank you guys so much for having me. Like, I'd, I'd love to do this again. This no, is, Zayden, this is great. thank you. Thank you guys. Uh, we will do this again if something big happens down the line. All right, let's hope so. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, you really no, want to no. hang out? Frank, hit us yeah, up. You're gonna you're gonna get a part two. Don't yeah, all right, okay. Thanks, if you really 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 want to hang out, hit us up. All right, thanks so much. All right. Thank you so much, Zayden Trudeau, for hey, showing up. That was a really fun interview. Man, uh, I love this kid. Yeah, so much insight, uh, so much self-awareness as well. And uh, at such a young age. Such a young age, yeah, I'm sure. All right. He has years ahead of him, man. All right, uh, it's time for our Picks of the Week since it's been a long episode. Oof. I'll go you first. Go I'll first. go first. Yeah. I'll pick uh, from this week's 205 Live, TJP versus Rich Swan. In, Worth watching. In, Worth watching, even though you can tell the crowd is tired as fuck. They really want to get into it. They, uh, they try to get it. this is awesome chant going on, but they were just really tired. Yeah, and it's crowd fatigue is something you cannot fake. Yeah, because uh, for one thing, it's also the WWE's fault for having them go through two oh, and a half God. hours and another hour just to fit your entire slate of programming of Tuesdays. Uh, what can you do? And, and, you know, coincidentally, this is the first year anniversary of DJ Perkins' Cruiserweight uh, yeah, Classic yeah, it is, it is. Uh, really, you know, uh, really good uh, timing there. So I'm guessing that they're doing the whole, uh, they're doing the whole tournament uh, season around this time. Yeah. But anyway, TJ, TJP Swan was really, really great. Uh, it goes to show you how well both men know each other and how much chemistry they have. And... It was the first 205 Live match that actually really maximized the new commentary pairing of, of Nigel McGuinness and, and Vic Joseph. I really enjoyed watching, uh, hearing them uh, trade, uh, you know, going trade, back and yeah, forth. Go, go back and forth with each other. At the same time, TJ and Rich were going back and forth with each other. I'm actually very happy that Nigel gets the call of these guys, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, there were so many of them that he just barely missed out no, on. No, 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 that's not true. No, no, no. Guys, I heard, guys, no. No, I've heard Nigel call TJP match before on ROH. Yeah, on ROH. But then I'm saying that in the WWE setting, there were so many guys that Nigel just barely missed on NXT when he got there, Duba, that just got called up. That you would be like, well, I sort of wish he was calling their matches. Yeah. And then, well, he gets to do that on 205. Uh, for me this week, it is the Tag Team Championship match from SmackDown, Usos versus New Day. The Sin City Street Fight. Sin City Street Fight. You know, the two of the, these two tag teams in whatever iteration, it's always really good. Yeah. But then this week, yeah. really, really so fucking good. Actually, no, I think they're the real fight forever. Yeah. Even though you you get that for Sammy. I have seen the Usos and the New Day fight so many times and it's still over good over the past few months and they they really bring it every it time it doesn't get tiring even the pre-show match at um, what is the last one SummerSlam right? yeah SummerSlam SummerSlam that was really good and then now you're just like wait a second I've seen this before but it's so much more entertaining now <laughs> right? even though you come in knowing that well 
these guys can do this, these guys can do that, they still take it to another level mm-hmm. against each other. And I think this is a feud that can extend just a bit longer. Okay. Just a bit longer. I want to see this. No, come longer. on. I think it's the end. Just a bit longer. No, I think I think they need to put it to bed for a while and then revisit it when it's time to. So WrestleMania season. At this point, the tag, the SmackDown tag team division is just the two of them. Oh, no. Brizango. Rizango is has nothing to do. They, yeah. They've actually quietly dropped the whole attack angle. Yep. Well, that's it for the show so far. Yeah. But we do have an upcoming show which we mistakenly hyped as last ha- week. As happening as having happened last week, which it didn't, and we're sorry. MW Live, MW MW MWF Live. Sorry, guys. MWF Live. Road to Fate is actually happening this Saturday. That's uh, that is actually September 16th. Yes, not the ninth. Not the ninth. Not the ninth. This is this is recurring theme of guys getting the date wrong. Yeah, like right. a whole week earlier. MW, sorry guys, we were just really excited to see Gus Queens finally Gus step in the Queens, ring. Queens, man. Right. Anyway, yeah. So MWF Live Road to Fate is happening on Saturday, September 16th. If this, if this is before, if you listen to this podcast before that, then please do check them out. It's at the Makati Cinema Square at 2.30 p.m. 2.50 for tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Always a nice place to go. Yeah, so please support local wrestling when they actually do have shows. So, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So I think I got, I will see you guys there if you are going to go. Uh, I think you will see Kamus as well. Yes, hopefully, if work does not get in the yeah, way. Yeah, work doesn't get in the way. Knock on wood. Yeah. You know how this day job is? Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, 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 the best of luck to all the MWF guys putting out the third show this Saturday. Our brothers and sister yeah. at MWF. So, do remember to hit us up on social media at Roizwar, at mm-hmm. Caveman Kamus, at underscore Stan C. At the SGP podcast if you want to throw shit our way. Yes. Because we got a lot of that last week. Yep, yep, yep. So with that, I finally bid you, and on behalf of Kamos and Stan, who's not here, adieu for this week's episode of the Smart Gillis Filipinas podcast. So sit down. Be humble. Thank you for listening to the SGP podcast. To get more from the voice of the modern Filipino wrestling fan, go to www.smarthenry.ph. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.